This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Well, go check me, boo. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be joined in the studio by one of my favorite Below Deck MedCast members this season. Please welcome Kyle Villun. Hi, Villun. Villun. Yeah, don't worry. Like, as I told you, everybody gets it wrong all the time, but you definitely came very close for the first time. You're here. You're- We're <laughs> and not ready to disappear. So let's get this going. I'm actually so touched that um, you reached out and it's really special having this moment, possibly being as, you know, one of the below deck firsts for you. Yeah. Of Mediterranean, that is. Of Mediterranean. Yeah. Well, we've been trying to get Captain Sandy, but she's always so busy doing her like leadership conference and flying around the world. I don't know, but we're very excited to have you. It's not just that. Let me tell you that woman's <laughs> impossible to get worth on the boat. She is always busy everywhere. That's what I love about her as a captain, genuinely. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about Captain Sandy, because I think watching the show, there have been some ups and downs over the years, mm. and I'm always curious how the crew really feels about working with the people we see on TV. You know, very relatable actually to what I'm currently going through with Natalia's situation. You're going to get people that you're going to get along with and there's going to be those that you don't. You know, so simply understood, I personally get so along with her because she gives that room for me to be creative. She allows that space for me to be who I am. And she only really micromanages or reprimands you when the job's not done. That's my type of person. I love having people around me that want to jump in the deep end and swim away. You know what I mean? Uh, to shallow shores, or in this case, you know, doing service an all-rounder. Um, so she's definitely one of my top favorite captains I've ever worked for, my first female and part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yes. So with regards to Natalia's situation, it's just, you're going to see, I can only allow, shall I say, bullying is a safe word the entire time for so long. Because what people don't see is it was Jason first, it was Natasha throughout, then it's Dave that she's reprimanding, and I, it's not going to happen with me, you know? And, and if you don't know the full story, don't just come in and, you know, make these accusations or assumptions of situations. Ask. I've never got asked once for stuff. Okay, but we'll get to that more. I want to talk to you first about your background and how you got involved with the Below Deck experience because you know it certainly is an experience tell me about your route to being on this show long story short she was always a hospitality queen let me tell you oh my lord um i think i have a personality that caters for that but it started off in teaching i got my master's in education and uh, then i said to my mother i don't want this life i want to meet dynamic people all the time you know although i love being a teacher i think i can be a great teacher so i became a flight attendant I worked my way up up seven years and became a cabin manager of an airline. And then my brother came to me and said, you know what? Pack your shit. I'm like, excuse me. He says, yeah, we're going to the US. I'm like, what the hell must I do there? I know. I mean, people have this dream. America has never been mine. You know, I've sold to many places. I've been to 102 countries in the world. So I'm like, there's options for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have choices here. Um, and then we came to Miami and I searched for a job. Within two weeks, I got my first chief steward position. 
I didn't even work my way up. He looked at my resume and said, you're too qualified. Chief, congratulations. So it was something I had to dive into, hence the you know, deep end, get in there and make it work. Um, and then eventually I was carrying on working. And I realized there wasn't a lot of males in the industry and even more so gay males in the industry. So I was like, okay, this is something I can start and make a new chapter for this. I went through battles. And then I saw an application for Below Deck and everybody says, you have the personality for this. This is totally who you are because I've always been myself authentically, legitimately. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do, but I, I know my limitations especially as well. Got my first uh, audition and I met the uh, executive producer and she fell head over heels for me the first time. She says, get your ass to Mediterranean. And that's how I started my journey. <laughs> I love it. Was there any, you said you've been a chief stew before. Yeah. Was there any feelings about not being a chief stew on below deck this season? Did you think that you were kind of in the running for that? Um, yeah, you know, there always is an option, especially because I have the experience. It wasn't like I got one chief stew here under my belt. You know, I'm going on to four years and a half, four and a half years of being chief. So it's like I come on, I, you know, hope I make that chief position. And I found out, you know, Natasha's the chief. And it's always a thing of, okay, I don't need to see your resume. Show me you're a chief stew. Don't show me papers. Show me who you can be. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she did. And then, you know, we got chatting and she has over 10 years experience in the yachting industry. That is uncounted for. But you can see the dynamic as she shift more to from the housekeeping. And when you get in the chief position, you kind of forget there's other aspects. You know, I've done it before myself. And she focused solely on service. And this is why we see it totally crumbling down. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like people who have watched a lot of Below Deck, even like if you've never been on a boat like that, you still are kind of watching. And you're like, I know that she should be doing that right now. And mm. it's, it, you know, this is going to go badly mm. if she... And I think it's always the most fun to watch people who are really good at their jobs just kind of go through the the daily struggles. And so I appreciate this season that I feel like all three of you on the interior have a baseline of knowing how to do your jobs. Because sometimes when you're watching somebody who just is like, they clueless. say green stew, but it's a red <laughs> stew for me. It's a flag. You know, <laughs> I, I agree with you having um, this much experience on the interior. There's a reason why Natalia and I are sharing second. Right. You know, right. Like watching somebody who doesn't know how to make a bed mm. is, it's fun for like one episode where it's like, oh, she's she's totally lost. But then it's just stressful because you're like, no, I, do your job, please. <laughs> it's really cringeworthy watching. I understand. You know what's the worst thing is you having to watch that is tough enough. Me having to be then coach. Yeah, that's the next one because you have now this put on everything else. But I mean, that's the beauty of it. These people get to learn from you automatically um, within the industry. They pick up on cues that suit them and they add their own personal aspect to it. That's why I think us three on the season are such a great combination because we've got such different personalities. We've got banter, we've got love, we've got appreciation. And sometimes things come up and you just, you know, have that moment. Yeah. So speaking of that, earlier in the season, it seemed like the three of you mm. kind of had a good rhythm going. Yeah. You were working together as a team. And then these last few weeks, uh, there's just something with Natalia. It's not clicking with you and Natasha. Where do you feel like that kind of started to veer off into the wrong place it's you know there's many approaches i can take to this one i'm at a stop sheet with many roads now leading forward um but what it boils down to is when you're in such a confined environment with the same person 
you know, it's cute to see your friend for the weekend, but you don't want to see sis for the whole week now too. You know, it gets longer and it drags on. You literally shit, eat, play, food, everything together. That's what you do. So eventually you get exhausted from the workload as well and people start to crack. That's when your weakness comes through. I've been tired and I've been grumpy. I've been tired. I've been miserable. You know, these are the negatives that come with the sleep. Um, but what is, that's where it kind of starts is you start getting exhausted and then you feel like, oh crap, you're taking other people's problems on your shoulders and it becomes a lot. So I think that's where it starts breaking down and then people's true colors come out. And Natalia is a very defensive individual. You know, um, but also she's such a hard worker. Oh my God, I've never ever come across someone that I can work with in the interior that shoots through things like this. And she does it so, it looks like it's easy. She's been doing this for years and years and years. And she makes it simplistic for me too. But I mean, everybody has flaws. I know I do, especially. Right. And maybe because she's such a hard worker, she's taking it all on herself and not voicing Hey, Natasha, like, could you please help me out with this until mm. it is like boiling to a point where you kind of can't keep it together? I mean, we've all been in there. We all had to shut our mouth sometimes, right? Because you like don't want to get the team members against you. But honestly, there's going to come a point where people see, I never knew what was actually going on until I've been told. I haven't been told what was going on the entire time. <laughs> I come there, blase, waking up from my, you know, morning rantics are like half sleep in my eye, trying to figure out where's the coffee start about it. And I hear all these things going on, but I don't know what is actually going on. Um, but, you know, that's one thing I can say. I don't go back onto her work. I don't go back to Natasha's work or my work. If that emotion was taken out, we would still be one of the most powerful teams I've ever come across. Completely. With Natasha, I feel like, she obviously is so competent at her job, but yeah. the whole situation with Dave, I feel, has just set Honestly, her up for failure. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm watching Days of Our Lives and Bold and the Beautiful and then the Mediterranean included as well. It's a lot like it's carried on. We're done now. I personally got exhausted after after stage. I'm like, wait, <laughs> am I on Below Deck Mediterranean? I'm on Natasha and Dave show. Like, I have no idea what's going on and why we're doing this so much. So it's like dragging along and um, I haven't get exhausted of it, but you know, you're going to see other things falling to picture. Right. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. 
consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, watching the show, it feels like this boyfriend that she has at home, who we never even hear his name, it's like (laughs) this mystery texter. It feels like this is the worst possible relationship situation like she just needs to block this guy's number and move on forever is that what it felt like to you or did you feel like it was more of this push and pull of this guy that she really loves or you know what was that vibe well um i know his name and i'm very familiar with who he is yeah literally um no unbeep that unbeep that so yeah i'm aware of who he is and what he has done he is very manipulative so not only did she try escape from Dave with that whole situation that didn't work, it's now she's put herself in a worse manipulation zone and it's toxic. You, you get in and you're staying in there and I'm telling her there's one thing I can do. I want to take your phone and throw it overboard, you know, with everything else that's damaged along with it. But that's the point that it gets to because I can't sit there and watch her like purposely want to take on this abuse. Right. And it's hard also because earlier in the season, her situation with Dave felt so toxic. And then all of a sudden when she's getting these texts from home, then Dave seems like the nice one there. Yeah. Who's like, Oh, like we can be friends again. Like, give me a hug. Come on. And it's like, no, both of you get away. Like move away from each other. Why are we <laughs> hugging about something? It's so weird. We just finished like with each other. And next minute you're hugging her because she's with her ex. Like, woo. you know, sometimes you just need to give that space. Sis. Right. And I think it's always, you know, watching the show you like to have some relationship dynamics going on but it's like oh my god girl get out of there i know and you know what i I cannot it's painful watching the toxic dynamics that's why you know i was actually nervous with the frank situation i when because i'm like is this going to be seen as toxic because it's not what i'm ever going to go for not what i ever do you know and um that's what i was genuinely nervous about the whole frank situation like genuinely nearly killed me I don't think you look toxic at all in no, that situation. But that's the real thing. It was, and I have gone through enough shit in my life to realize what is worth my time and what is not. I would never have made those moves if I never felt a certain way or so comfortable then. You know what I'm saying? So I would not have put my job at jeopardy ever in the situation. But it's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, especially in the gay community. We're so small. And when you find someone who genuinely does suit you, you don't easily just give up on that. Right. You know? So it was a difficult situation I was in, but I'm grateful I had that because, you know, coming to New York, I came to get to know him for a week. It did not work out. And um, the when I tell people, you know, Frank got me Zachary, they never knew each other. I was in the department after we decided we we're going to be friends and um, went on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Grinder. <laughs> My first time ever. Okay. First time ever. And I never saw, I saw so many. Um, vessels and what those floppy things all over the pictures. You know what I mean? <laughs> beep, 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 all of those things I saw. Yeah. And then there was one photo of Zachary and I was like, holy hell, this is like a normal dating profile. Went through there and that's how our relationship started. Okay. Yeah. In a way, like you said, this situation with Frank w- didn't work out, but it worked out. It worked out more than I could have ever hoped for. Genuinely and truly more than I could ever hope for. It was, I've found enough love in myself. I mean, this is what this ring represents. It was for the 12 years that that guy left me whilst I was on charter. 12 years gone down the drain. And this is the strength that I came through. And um, I knew I had a love loving myself since that. And when I searched and I purposely advertised myself, I came across Zachary and that was the opportunity. So Zachary does 
so many things that I never knew I needed. You know, I never knew I had in me. And that's what he brings to me every single goddamn day. And being away from him is even torturous. So I literally know I find my life partner this way. I love that. And I think especially because what happened with Frank on the show, it was so, it felt so intense, but it was so short. You yeah. know, you only really were together for those couple of days. So then kind of having the the fuller picture of what happened after that and how it kind of manifested into something different. It's it's. Yeah, cool. I mean, um, I normally try and choose longer than what I have dated Frank. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those moments. It was just so intense. And then when you're dating, you know, you big Google eyes. You don't really see the pe person's flaws or what else they are behind all of that. It takes three months to see that if that person's going to work out for you or not. I didn't have three months. I had literally three days. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let's put everything in there. See if you're giving me what I need in this quick time. Just like a quick interview. You know what I mean? It yeah. sounds weird, but we didn't have much time together. Right. Am I going to waste money going to New York for nothing? No, I need to know as much as I can. That's why it was so intense, so powerful, and so romantic at that stage. I do really appreciate, I feel like this crew, this season, you talk about there not being a lot of uh, queer people in the yachting industry. Yeah. It feels like this crew is very open and supportive. And, you know, they were all super excited for you when that was happening with Frank. Like, can you talk about what that means to you? Um, you know what? I also, I grew up not in the queer community. I only came out when I was 28 years old and I'm 30 now. So just imagine that entire time I've been mm. keeping that in. So, but where I grew up, there wasn't a big queer community. So I never had drag shows. I never saw people that are like me. So it, I had to create my own version of who I want to be within that space. And I did. And now in the yachting industry is the same situation. It's the first time I've ever worked with a, um, other crew members such as Captain Sandy that's part of my community, ever. And I've worked on numerous vessels. I don't even see gay individuals on other vessels. So it's like, I don't have this platform where I still have that community. So I have to once again, create my own. And that's what's so special having this platform, having this opportunity, not to only showcase number one, I believe my amazing skill set that I have, my personality, which I literally carry on my back all the time, but also that this is a safe space that you are welcomed in. Come if you want to be a crew member because you can make it. It's going to be difficult, but you're going to see yourself at the end and look where I am as an example. That's the purpose of me doing this. So it means so much more and having these um, individuals in the community as charter guests, also unheard of. So it was so overwhelming for me. It was one of my most favorable experiences in my years of yachting. And I'll never take it back because I believe this is how we're going into the future. Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah. And that it's not like, Oh, well, we got one gay person on below deck for one season. Whoa. So there, yeah, we're, we're you done. Know? You know, we checked the box. Exactly. So that's why I'm always hoping for more opportunities um, that I can become that person, you know, whether my position is to show there, to be there, to be that person. Because I've got DMs for days on my Insta. <laughs> I never expected it. That wasn't my purpose in the beginning, but I saw my purpose now. And people are saying, thank you so much. You're an idol. I see someone like me. I want to be like you. And I was like, whoa, that was never my intention. So much pressure. But I also feel I'm becoming part of my own community that I'm creating now. Mm -hmm. And that's like, whoa. I'm no drag mother, sis. We'll never be a drag mother. <laughs> but I do love that I'm becoming part of the community mind now more than ever. Because that's my happy place. Yeah, a yachting, a yachting mother. <laughs> I could never. As you can see, I don't deal well with emotions already on this season. So don't give me more. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, 
the the emotions the last couple episodes it's been i feel like you sort of had this come down after mm. beating frank and that you know night out and then natasha's dealing with her dave's situation and her boyfriend at, at home it does feel like you guys are in kind of a uh this <laughs> you know you need to like break out of this funk a little bit and that's unfortunately when things with natalia start to kind of go off the rails and yeah. What was it like kind of resetting after the whole moment with Frank and kind of being like, okay, now I have to stay here for mm -hmm. another however many weeks and get through these charters. Like, was it hard to kind of do that? It was. And, um, you know, that's where I caught myself and openly admit in that moment, I had a new aspect to my life I'm not used to whilst I'm working. There's now another aspect in your mind that you're thinking about this person where I used to just purely be focused on work. I struggled to maintain relationships. I struggled to get relationships. So this is something new for me. So it's like, only crap. I'm only thinking about service. I'm thinking about helping Natalia. I'm thinking about helping Natasha, fixing out Natasha's moments. Then Natalia's coming to me with storm situation. And I'm trying to make the interior seem like we didn't have a problem. And Dave is my only saving grace at this point because you know he's the type of straight guy that just listens to your shit and be <laughs> like, everything's gonna be okay. You know what I'm saying? It really isn't, but I love to hear it. So it's, it's, I openly admit that I had another aspect to thinking. That's why you see us start crumbling is I'm not as focused as I should be. And um, I realized that after the first charter with the woman, you know, that I had directly after, because I love each charter guest equally in the beginning. And then that's yourself to prove who you are and who I am collectively together. And those girls really were more attracted to Natasha's you know, power puff bubbles personality, you know, and sometimes I can be a buttercup more than anything, if that's the way to say it. So these girls were not gelling well with my personality. Mm -hmm. But at the end, I was going to take the back seats and just push, push through without doing the back scenes type of situation. So I purposely didn't want to make the experience awful. And Natasha took over most of that situation and they still had the time of their freaking life without even knowing. I was like, oh crap, what loop am I in? Yeah, I, I think getting these new charter guests every couple of days that has to be more more sort of jarring than we even realize on the show that your whole your whole life for those couple of days is going to be determined by the vibe that the charter guests set on the boat they do set the vibe but sometimes in most cases you are the vibe that's mm -hmm. what people don't understand <laughs> Not only are you just serving plates or scrubbing the toilet or making the bed or preparing breakfast. I mean, there's so many more aspects of being a student just scrubbing a toilet just to stay that. I mean, that's minute compared to what we do. But there's also the aspect you need to be the entertainment. You are sometimes when someone's charter guests are so drunk, they want to let out all their 20 years of emotions. All of a sudden you're a qualified therapist. Mm -hmm. So it's like you need to fill these different shoes. Right. And that's what's so exhausting as well. Right, like, okay, you want Dolly Parton wigs? Sure. <laughs> I'm barely, you know, I'm trying to pick up my lashes off the floor. I don't know what sock I got on, but yes, I'm going Dolly Parton. Woo! -hoo. You know, it's, it's difficult, but you do it. Yeah, and I, I always feel like Sandy, her... She, like season after season her thing is always like all the toys in the water toys in the mm -hmm, water toys in the mm -hmm, water and toys, it's like toys toys yeah i mean but you you kind of you have to at the end of the day like it's you know about the tip and the guests and yeah yeah and that's the overall experience like of course you're there for money 100 the tips but what's important to me is there's not enough time to showcase how appreciative these people are mm. these charter guests come on and they are so thankful so emotion and there's hugging and crying with us so that is my biggest takeaway from every charter. If you walk away and you say, I'll never forget this experience, that's paid my tip for me. Mm. Of course, 
Your goal loves I mean, it, like, shiny. I mean, you know, when I'm saying just <laughs> pop a dollar or a hundred. Um, but yeah, I think that's the takeaway I always get from that aspect. And um, yeah, I think that's what I enjoy most is the, definitely the charts, I guess, hence why I love service so much. So obviously you have experience in yachting before uh-huh. being on the show. What is it like now having the cameras around and then being able to watch back or maybe not being able, like being required to watch back. (laughs) How has that changed the experience for you? Wow. Um, I've never been in that position. Like I've always wanted to work in media. Like my biggest dream is to still become like a talk show host or, you know, be a news reporter, something along those lines. So it was like, that was always back in the dream. I thought I could never achieve that. And then I came here and these like, six cameras on one time at you, you you know, in your private space, except the bathroom, which is reasonable. And in the beginning, it's really overwhelming. Like I've never flashed so much nipple in my life and never got paid for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, no free show. I'm going to go to the bathroom cover. But you do eventually get used to it. It becomes part of the space. Mm. So it was comfortable. But watching myself back, I'm like, girl, I love you. You know, and that was the biggest thing for me to say is look at myself and say, I love you. After years of being like, I don't know if I should act different, do different. I'm like, you know what? I'm looking at this person, Kyle, in front of me after the years that I've gone through shit. I love you. And that's the biggest takeaway away. Not in an egotistic way. Finally, I appreciate who I am. Right. I think that's, it's not an ego thing. It's like being, there's something beautiful about being able to watch all of this footage of yourself, not always just in the most flattering light and be like, I'm fine with this. I'm not overanalyzing every little second or like cringing at the way I sound or how I walk, like just being able to kind of like take it all in and be like, yeah, cool. (laughs) This happened. This is it. And you know, you you go through that moment on the boat. You don't have a second to really comprehend if it's a bad moment or a good moment. And only after you leave, it kind of hits your wall. Mm. Then you have to rewatch it and you relive that moment again. You're like, holy hell. Who is that person? Because I know I've grew since then. You know, everybody develops, everybody changes. And I think that's the beauty of it. Every time you see someone new coming back or someone, a returnee on different seasons, you see how their personality develops. So you kind of live your life with them. Because what it is, it's 100% unscripted reality. What is being said, what is being done, how it's been handled is all real. Well, and I think especially with Below Deck more than maybe some other shows that don't have this aspect is like you guys are at work. Yeah. Uh, all the times that you're not on a night out or something like you have a whole ass job to do. So you don't have time. I mean, there's just not time to be like, OK, let's go up to the deck and like film this scene that we're doing. It's like, no, you're yeah. you're busy. I mean, would I love to, you know, be one of the guests on there and just live my best life? Yes. But yes, that's that aspect. You're actually physically working. You're taking this job seriously. There's the consequence that you could be fired. And, you know, that just showcases kind of who you are as a person, what's your purpose being there, you know? So if you want to keep this job, you put your all in it, you put your heart and soul. And not only into that, you're putting it into the people around you too. So it is very tiring, um, but it's just so much that I've gained, so much that I learned And I walked away with, I feel like everything in my life never happened or didn't happen except this moment. Mm -hmm. That's how special it was for me.
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's amazing. Did you ever talk to Z or maybe Courtney about like, because they had done the show before, mm-hmm. was there any kind of advice that they had or like stuff like that? Or was it kind of just like jump in with both feet? Um, me and MZ never had a lot of time to get together on the, sh- on the season at that point. Um, but we party up in New York like crazy people. We should probably, <laughs> if you see us, don't approach us, please, ever. Um, but uh, yeah, that's when I really got to know MZ personally. But with Courtney, you know, during her drinking moments, which I drank with her, she would let a bunch of advice through. It didn't always sound, you know, sensibly structured perfectly, but I kind of picked up a few cues there. Like, yeah. be yourself, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I picked up a lot of those cues from that. But that's what I love about her, you know, is that she's such a confident, strong person. And that's why, I'm personally gunning that she becomes leader as well. Yeah. Um, lead deckhand because it's good to see these changes. Of course, MZ is fantastic, but Courtney's coming in here guns blazing. She's a one to be reckoned with. I It has been fun seeing. I feel like Storm has done a good job yeah. stepping up into that no role doubt. that he didn't know he was going to. And, you know, Courtney coming on has been so great. I mean, God bless Reagan, but... <laughs> She's in my prayers still today. You know, I think that there's definitely, I have never spoken to Reagan again, but I think me after even watching myself, I learned so much. So I know she's gone through something, you know, and I feel if I ever get in touch with her, not because it's not by my choice, um, I think she needs that space. And when we get in touch, I think she'll be a completely different person. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, I hope she comes to the reunion. Andy, come on. I know. We need <laughs> Reagan there. Listen, I am so ready for this reunion. I got the nail file out. I got no nails to file, but I will be there filing. There's a lot to spell. That was tough. It, I mean, it was tough because it, like when Sandy let her go and she's like, well, I don't think yeah. I deserved it. And it's like. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. In the moment, you never do. But when you see you like, oh, shit. Okay, right. now it just makes sense why I'm in this position, right? <laughs> but I mean. Kudos to her because I've never seen someone do a pack of cigarettes in a day before. So 
This you should look at the record in this, but it's a bad <laughs> habit to have, of course. Yeah, and like especially when you have to take like a break every time, it's like, where is Reagan? No, okay. Oh no, then you knew where Reagan was. <laughs> so there was a point where you could run up and be like, "Hi, they're looking for you." you know exactly where she was. But I mean, it was a stressful situation. You know, people turn to food. People turn sometimes, unfortunately, to drink. You know. And this case, it was stressful for her to be in this position. So naturally, you know, that's a stress reliever. I've been there. I got that. So I understood that aspect of her. But I mean, we all learn in life what is new stress releases that we can, that are mm -hmm. actually healthy for us as opposed to not being. And then it would have been a different coping mechanism for her. Yeah. Yeah. On the deck crew more recently, obviously, there's been a lot going on with Jason and whether he's going to stay, all of mm -hmm. that. How much of that were you aware of while you were on the boat? Or is that something that you're really getting the full picture of watching? It's strange because I remember clearly he coming down to Natasha and I in the pantry side um, that wants to make Captain Sandy vomit in her mouth. I, that never, made me laugh so hard. I have never lolled so hard in my life. Like that is the most precise thing I've ever heard in my life. Like normally it's a mess, I can't handle it. But when I see this, it makes me want to vomit in my mouth. And I was like, okay, this is serious shit. But anyway, like, I get it. Okay. I'll yeah, clean got it. it. Got it. I'll clean it. <laughs> I love that of her. Um, but then, you know, he came down to us and he said, this will be my last charter. And we're like, nah, you're joking. But I could see them starting to break up. We all saw it. We saw it. He was very alone. And uh, I think a lot of that was just his personality. You know, it didn't go with someone who's already familiar with each other. Understand, they came in as a clique. Mm. Storm and MZ were best friends, and then Courtney and MZ were right. best friends. So naturally, that clique's already there. So it's harder for someone from the outsider to get in. And if you don't have that personality, it's going to be more tough. But um, Jason did work. You know, he worked at his own pace, but he was giving his all. And I think um, to be the outcast and stuff, it took a lot on him. When he feels he's not a be being appreciated, we begged him to stay. And that's why I love him so much. He was the most protective individual on the boat. He cared for people's feelings, cared for um, how they treated other individuals. He's a very caring individual. And he was always the one I'd normally go to when I'm having a tough time, believe it or not. Mm. And I had my tough times too. Maybe not as huge and dramatic, but it, it's difficult. And he was the person I always ran to and he's like, no, I hear you and I see you. And he's still that person today. And I think it's tough because, just because you can be a... Uh not great fit for the team. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're bad at your job or, you know, completely clueless or whatever. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that with um, you and Natasha and Natalia, that sometimes the friction can be there, even if everybody is a good yeah. worker. And I think with Jason, it's just like a little bit more of a, you know, a personality clash and the difference of, I don't know, styles. Definitely. Like Jason says things that you will not normally say. You know, in a very weird way. I think that's what's humorous about him for me. That's when I laugh out loud. But for other people, I could be like, what did you just say? You know, like, I don't right. understand. Never rude or derogative or anything. But some words that just don't make sense. But that's what I love about him. But um, there's always going to be tension on boats. Everybody's going to want to have a who has the biggest crutch situation, who wears the biggest pants. Always. But in the case of the interior, it's just that... Um, in this situation, I would have loved to have us sit down immediately mm. and discuss each of our stuff and get it over and done with. But now it's just dragging on and I'm not aware of it. I'm right. not aware of it at all. So I feel so lost and I wish I could be there to help Natalia at this stage. But I am completely in housekeeping and service. And if you're, understand the organizational structure that your chiefs do, you, I don't want to cause problems now because when I say I'm going to go down, she's like, no, I need help. Yeah. So then I can't help Natalia. 
I'm also one person, you know. I know that's my role to be in between, but I'm splitting myself heavily. So I'm taking on emotion and workload and still trying to be the charismatic person I am for these guests. It's a challenge. So friction will naturally come from these types of circumstances, especially from my end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have a few a few charters left in the season. You yes. know, we're, we're getting there. Are there any moments in the season to come that you're really dreading having to watch and everybody seeing? Or are you more just kind of <laughs> like, we'll let it ride out. It's all good. <laughs> um, that riding out fact has never worked for me. There's going to come <laughs> there's going to come a few things, some um, <laughs> painful moments to watch. And you actually see. Well, you know what? The boat never stops rocking. And I mean that in a metaphorically way. There's going to be still a lot of drama to come. And literally, we still got like stabilizers to deal with, you know? So that's interesting to see what happens then because, you know, I'm not very happy what happened to me coming forward. Um, yeah. And that's right, right at the end. I wish a lot of things happened differently so I can carry on okay. and work hard. That's okay. as much as I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I'm so excited that you are here and oh, we can have this chat. You're in New York these days. Yeah. Are you are you headed back out to see anytime soon? What's the what's the plan? So the plan is right now, um, I'm kind of juggling a lot of things. I work for a company that does housing, um, aircraft and uh, ocean. So that I kind of like go in there, market the place and see if it's worth using as luxury places to rent. Um, so that's wonderful. So I'm still working on a yacht space. I'm working in the aircraft and working in buildings. I'm starting my own business. I just finished it, got my trademark. So I'm okay. not spilling anything okay, about stay tuned, that. Stay but tuned. You will definitely be getting the first sample. Let me okay. tell you that much. And that's a promise. <laughs> um, and then over that, yeah, that's what I'm kind of balancing. And, you know, having these opportunities like to speak to you today. Yeah. I want to have this opportunity to be here, be present for this. That's why I'm so grateful we get to do this. Um, but yes, I always want to evolve, always want to grow and we never know what happens in the future, but yeah, me and you could have our own bloody talk show by then. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Thanks Dylan. I really like, appreciate you having me here. Genuinely. Thank you. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, our talk show maybe will be coming soon, but until <laughs> then, until then, don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and throw Kyle a follow while you're there too. Kyle Fulyun. That's it. Honestly, throw anything at me. I will take it all. Throw anything. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks again. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.